0: Wednesday, February 19th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. A couple of news items to get to here kind of right off the top, a couple of things I saw yesterday um, as I was clicking around in the dirt racing uh, universe on the interwebs. Uh, Agco returning as the sponsor of the Agco Jackson Nationals in 2020. Agco, uh, in case you don't know what they do, but they provide agricultural solutions to farmers, and uh, they own brands like Challenger, Fent, GSI, Massey Ferguson, and Valtra. Um, they are jumping on again this year to be sponsored this year. The payments are the, the purse went up for the Jackson nationals. Uh, it pays a hundred thousand dollars to win uh, on Saturday night, the Jackson nationals with 3000 to start. So, uh, pretty great news. there. uh, continuing to come out of the Jackson motorplex, uh, Lots of good stuff going on up there. Doug Johnson and the guys doing a great job at Jackson. Uh, I saw there was an interesting piece. Jacob Seelman is kind of the, uh, He's kind of a, a, a jack of all trades, uh, c- covering motorsports. Uh, you know, I saw Jacob uh, running around the truck garage Friday night uh, in Daytona. Uh, he announces at Millbridge. He writes for Speedsport. He, uh, you know, he was on Chili Bowl coverage. I mean, Jacob is everywhere. So if you, if you don't know anything about Jacob, go go hunt him down. He has a you know a very active Twitter account uh, also. So Jacob Seelman, S E E L M A N. But Jacob had a piece on Speedsport.com about Christopher Bell uh we would normally see bell run um you know some nights at Evolution, things like that in the spring car kind of leading up to the nascar weekend um, but we didn't see that this year uh, and Jacob actually tracked down Bell to to ask him about that, and and he said um, in this piece that Bell had originally planned to run some of those sprint car nights leading up to the Daytona 500, uh, including racing um, some nights at Volusia um, and some nights at East Bay, where the All Stars were on Monday and Tuesday, uh, but decided to skip it to focus uh, focus on his first Cup start. Uh, he does he he told Jacob he is going to uh, return to some dirt racing stuff later in the spring, but wanted to just kind of focus on his Cup debut. Uh, he he went down to uh, New Zealand, I believe, and ended up coming back early from that trip as well. Um, had a had a crash, and, and I think just decided that he uh, didn't want to risk it uh, leading up to the season. So interesting to see Bell kind of make that decision. I uh, you know as somebody who you know has talked to Bell a few different times, and and you know. You know, we've had him on Open Red and things like that, and and uh, he's pretty good buddies with Ross, who I host Open Red with. You know, kind of knowing where he is with dirt racing, it's obviously something that's very important to him. So interesting to see him kind of, um, you know, make that decision to skip some of those races and and uh, focus on that NASCAR stuff. So uh, he actually had a really great running going in the in the 500 and got caught up in one of those late crashes, but. Um, Excited to see what 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 Christopher is able to do this year in, in that Cup car. Lots of you know, lots of backing from Toyota and Gibbs, so they'll have good equipment here going forward. And you know, now we're going to get kind of into some more driver racetracks. You know, this weekend, obviously at Las Vegas is going to be a, kind of that first big test for him. But it'll be interesting to see what he does. Uh, I want to mention the Central uh, Pennsylvania Sprint Car season kicks off this weekend with the Icebreaker 30 on Saturday at Lincoln Speedway. I think you'll see a good number of uh, those Pennsylvania regulars show up. Uh, for some 410 uh, racing on Saturday there. Uh, Plus, we know Sharp Racing, Logan Schuhart, Jacob Allen, uh, they got permission. They are going to be there. Uh, If you cannot be there, um, you can watch it live on Speed Shift. Uh, They will have coverage on Saturday, like I said, February 22nd. Uh, I know uh, Colorado Speedway uh, gets underway this weekend as well. They have 360 action. Uh, new, New owner, new promoter there, Peter Murphy, um, sounds like people are excited out there to, to check out what he's got going on at at, uh, at Hanford there. So uh, check that out this weekend as well. Three hundred and sixty action at Keller, I believe, on February twenty second as well. Uh, I've seen some some discussion and some talk again. I feel like this kind of bubbles up periodically. This this kind of discussion of the world of outlaws, kind of full time drivers, uh, you know, situation and, and what they're allowed to do and not allowed to do and, and that kind of thing. And so I, I kind of put some notes together. I want to talk a little bit about. Um, you know what what world racing group what were the war bottles refer to as kind of platinum and gold drivers and the rules are a little different um, between the Car series and the late model series but um, the, the way it works with full-time drivers for those series is those drivers they sign an agreement um, to basically say okay I'm gonna run full-time um, and then in doing so they get you know benefits they get tow money they get provisionals throughout the season they get some pit passes and, and there's some other benefits in there as well Um but in doing so, you know, then there are kind of, there are some certain restrictions and things like that for some of those drivers. So the Sprint Car Platinum teams um, and, and, you know, platinum and gold is just what they refer to those full-time drivers as, as that have signed those agreements. You'll kind of see that term bandied about a little bit, but um, the sprinkler drivers are limited to only running World of Outlaws races through the season and they must get permission from series official to race any non-sanctioned races. So, you know, Like I just mentioned, Logan and Jacob are going to run the Icebreaker 30 at Lincoln Speedway this weekend. Um, they would have had to have asked in advance to get permission to go run that race. The late model series drivers, they don't have that same restriction. Obviously not as many races on the late model schedule. Um, You know, sprint cars, you're, you know, somewhere in the 70s to 80s, usually season to season. Late models are, you know, down in the 50s. Uh, Plus, there's a lot more kind of bigger late model shows, things like the Dream, the World, um, and, you know, a lot of crossover between Lucas and and the World of Outlaws. So they don't have that same restriction. Um, But that restriction for sprint car drivers has been in place for a really long time. Um, and as, if you ask, you know, World of Outlaws officials about it, you know, that it's something they use to protect the brand and, and kind of help out and protect the racing. Um, you know, you can imagine if all of those World of Outlaws drivers showed up to a random racetrack, you know, maybe the night before a big World of Outlaws show, that, that kind of takes some of that you know how special those world of outlaws races and how meaningful those world of outlaws races kind of take some of that away if those guys are showing up other places and racing um and i I know you know you'll you'll hear the the criticism of like oh you know what happened to the days of actual outlaws and and you know oh you know running you know just up against the the best locals every week and this and that and it's like yeah that was a thing and and there's still guys that do that and and, you know you're you're going to see that this year and you, you see that every year you know, the Tim Schafer's of the world and, and, you know, this year, you know, guys like Ian Madsen and Brent Marks are going to run schedules like that, which, you know, if that's what you want to run, great. But to the point that you sign up and, and sign on that dotted line to be a platinum driver for, for the World of Outlaws, like this is what you're accept- accepting as the rules. And it's not a secret. Um, everybody knows what that means. Um, but, it, it, and again, in, in addition for having to kind of live under those resor- the restrictions, there's lots of benefits. So, you know, obviously one of those things is tow money, for example. So every race you show up to, you're guaranteed, you know, before you collect any prize money on the night, you're guaranteed a certain amount of money just to roll your truck in the gate. Um, and so it, for, for both the sprinter Series and Late Model Series, that tow money is tiered kind of based on your status if you're the series champion, you know somebody who's been out there for a while, you're going to get a little bit more money. Um, and if you know if you're a new team just coming out, you're going to get a little bit less money. And you, you know you're talking somewhere in the neighborhood of, you know, three to six or seven hundred dollars on a nightly basis, depending on status um, and series. Um, so obviously that's a a big help throughout the year. You know you you know if you talk about you know 60, 70 race nights over the course of the year, multiply that by you know five hundred bucks. You know say for for example like that's that's a significant amount of money to help you get up and down the road. Um, and that doesn't include sponsorship. That doesn't include any prize money or things like that that you earn throughout the season. Um, so platinum drivers are also they also have access to provisionals throughout the season. Uh, we talked to, or th- there was some discussion about this uh, at, at Volusia because you, you you have guys that uh, at certain events throughout the season. At Volusia's one, and I believe World Finals is another one where the the platinum drivers basically have unlimited provisionals. So if they don't make the feature on a nightly basis, they're basically they can use one of their provisionals, get into the feature, and they're good. But somebody, for example, like Mason Daniel on the Sprint Car Series, who is a rookie this season, he's not technically a platinum driver yet. They refer to him as a gold driver uh, because he didn't race full-time last season because he's new this year. He, he gets a lot of those benefits, but not quite to that level. So he only has a couple of provisionals available to him um, until the summertime uh, and, and they say your platinum status when you're a gold driver you, it doesn't start till after the fifth night of racing on the season. So once he gets past that fifth night, um, then he'll get full platinum status th- through the remainder of the season. And obviously that's a way to just, you know, make sure that guys aren't saying they're going to be a platinum driver for you know one event to get whatever benefits and then drop out after that. Um, just a little way to kind of protect that a little bit. But anyway, so they have access to those provisionals throughout the season, which helps them get into, sh- into some shows, um, and then they can also earn. Uh, there are, are extenuating circumstances, you know, things like injuries or hardship or things like that, where, where the series will still award you a certain amount of points, even if you don't show up to a race. So, you know, if you call and say, you know, hey, I, you know, I got hurt last week, I'm not going to be able to be there, you know, tonight or something like that. You can still get some show up points and, and just try to kind of help keep yourself up in there a, a little bit. Obviously, it's, it's not going to hurt you as badly um, if you don't show up to a race, if, if you have extenuating circumstances and you are a platinum driver. Um, and then also, besides things like prize and tow money that you get, full-time platinum drivers are also eligible for the championship payout at the season's end. Um, just to kind of give you an idea about how much money that is, Brad Sweet and Casey Kane Racing got $150,000 for winning the Sprint Car Series championship. Um, and then obviously it, it drops down as you go down the places. Uh, Jason Sides, who was 13th, he was the bottom finishing platinum driver. He got $14,000 um, at the end of the season. On the late model side, Brandon Shepard and the Rocket Team got $100,000. Um, and then Blake Spencer who finished 10th at the very bottom, he was, he got $20,000. So obviously still a ton of money there, uh, on the line, not just tow money, not just prize money, but then obviously at the end of the season, getting that, that big check, um, you know, obviously helps out and and is able to, you know, provide more money and and have a, a a nice purse or or, or a nice kind of bucket of, of money available at the end of the season too, to help those teams and those drivers out for, for achieving all season. Um. And then, the, yeah, I just had the notes there about the platinum and the gold status. Uh, I, I wanted to kind of take a look at, two um, some other series and just kind of see what they had broken down. I, I couldn't find a, a, a newer or current Lucas Light Model rulebook. They have The 2018 rulebook is available on the site, so that's kind of what I'm going off of here. But the 2018 rulebook, to be able to get some of the same benefits on that side, you only have to compete in 80% of series events during a season to earn championship awards. Um, And then appearance money is paid to the top 12 in points at each event. So uh, a little bit different way to kind of do things, um, you know, obviously not having necessarily a signed agreement, but, you know, kind of something similar where you kind of have to have some status and be in that top 12 in points to be able to earn some of those benefits. So um, not surprising there as well, just a little bit different way to do things um, and, you know, kind of uh, uh, again provide teams an opportunity to to you know get support and, and to earn some extra money to help them get up and down the road um... and you know obviously what do they say about racing if you want to make a small fortune in racing start with a big one so you know it's it's a good thing there are still you know drivers and teams out there who are willing to do this uh... on a on a nightly and a, and a yearly basis because um... incredibly difficult to make money out there on the road uh, and no matter how much you win or, or don't win o- over the course of a season but one of the other things that seems to kind of one of the other kind of topics around this or one of the other discussions that ends up popping up when we start talking about full-time drivers is how come there aren't more full-time drivers you know and and you see like oftentimes the sprint car series for example you know even the late model series you'll have 10 12 kind of 14 guys you know you don't usually see more guys on top of that that will run full-time and and the reason for that is just i mean pure economics you know when there's only you know, for example, 24 cars making a field, if you show up and, and you get, you know, 15, 20 local regional guys to, to battle against those, you know, those full-time outlaw drivers, th- there's going to be less spots obviously available. And, it, you know, if you're not making features on a nightly basis, that's a lot less money that you're going to be making. So it's it's obviously a, a lot more difficult for some of those teams a little further down the line to, to make a season work financially financially. Um, once you kind of get past those numbers, which is why you kind of see that, that that kind of 12-ish number is seems to be kind of like the sweet spot for guys to, to be able to be out there and, and to make enough money for it to, to work and for it to be viable throughout the season. So, you know, you're never going to see 40 full-time World of Outlaws drivers, sprint cars, or lay models or, or, or any other series really for that matter because the numbers just don't work out that way. Um, it's just too difficult on a night-to-night basis to make the money work. So um, it, it's it's not a knock against the series. It's not a knock against the drivers. It's just the nature of the beast and, and you know, the, the amount of spots that are available uh, on, on a nightly basis. That's just what it's going to be. Um, so, you know, uh, don't be surprised when you see something like that where you have 12 full-time drivers, but I mean, those 12 full-time drivers, they're going to be some, some serious players, some heavy hitters, you know, and that's what, you know, you end up with, you know, the, the Brandon Shepherds and, and the, you know, the, the guys we have this year, you know, Scott Bloomquist and, and, and Chris Madden on the, on the outlaw side and and on, on the late model side and, and, you know, Brad Sweets and Donnie Shots and Darren Pittmans and some of those guys on the sprint car side, you know, you're going to get those top guys are going to, are going to show up on a night-to-night basis because it works out for them. Um, But, yeah, so I just I wanted to kind of cover over that as a little bit of a primer here as the season gets going and and kind of refresh or, or, you know, maybe show you something you didn't know about the way those kind of platinum agreements and things like that work for these teams and and kind of some of the economics that are at stake here um, and and why some of these teams do things the way they do. But, you know, some of the other things that are available to these teams, things like insurance, um, you know, if you get hurt at a racetrack, things like that. Um, there's that stuff and and then obviously you know full rules packages and and all kinds of other you know you know marketing support and 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 you know social media help and and all these other things that you know are available to the drivers if if they need it um, from from the company from you know from a company like World Racing Group obviously you know we try to help out the teams as much as we can um, on that side of it so uh, quick update Uh, I spent some time last night I, I had gotten away from it you know life kind of getting in the way a little bit here lately, but uh, worked a little bit more on the analytics section at dirttracker.com last night. Uh, I went ahead and added, I, I had tried to do this a few weeks ago, but got kind of hung up in my code, but uh, added some season-specific stat pages. So right now, uh, if you open the analytics page at the top, I have links for 2020, 2019, and 2018, um, where you can kind of get those basic rundowns, wins, top fives, top tens, average finish um, for each of those seasons. Um, and I've got the full 2019 uh calendar of uh, World of Atlas Sprinter Series races are in there. Uh, I have the first three races of 2020 in there. And then I am going to go back through and I'll start backfilling uh, what other seasons I can find. So I put the first, uh, I put the two uh, world Finals shows from 2018 are, are in there. And as I get going here, I need to make a few adjustments. Um, To some things to get some of those 2018 races in. So I'll be working on that. So might be a little slow at first getting those 2018 races in and then they will kind of come in big chunks as I'm able to add races quicker uh, once I get some of my code worked out. But uh, continuing to add races and then continuing to kind of build out some more of those stats and analytics and things like that will be there. So keep an eye on that. Uh, Get a quick check of the Dirt Tracker pay-per-view schedule for tonight. Texas Motor Speedway again uh, for the Lone Star Stock Car Tour. That will be live on Speed Shift. Uh, so if you are looking for something to watch tonight, go check out Speed Shift. Uh, appreciate you tuning in today. You can find Dirt Tracker daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe, leave me a review, and tell your friends. You can watch the show on YouTube and Facebook as well. I uh, appreciate everybody that's been subscribing to the YouTube channel and checking out on Facebook. Uh, helps me out a lot. You can follow along with Dirt Tracker Facebook.com slash Dirt Tracker, uh, Twitter.com slash Dirt Tracker, or the website itself, DirtTracker.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Justin underscore Uh, And you can sign up for the Dirt Tracker Weekly Newsletter on dirttracker.com. Thanks for tuning in. I will see you guys tomorrow.